the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hello, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. We're going to fill you in on what happened with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He <laughs> filled a pothole, but it turns out it wasn't no pothole at all. Aww. So he went from hero to real zero. Whoa! <laughs> of course, we still love Arnie. Diane Feinstein, a lot of people say, stop, get out of here. She refuses and she continues to return like the woman from The Nun. Oh, wow. NYPD, they're bringing in some robot dogs. And of course, we'll keep you updated on the illusion of choice that is the 2024 election. <laughs> Before that, a couple of uh, updates here. When it comes to A.G. Yost in Ohio, Attorney General Dave Yost, again, a man who is not loved by everyone here on this show, to say the least. However, in this case, he is doing what needs to be done when it comes to Michael Peppel. There he is. He's the one who operated an unlawful charity using a high-profile disaster to divert donations away from the intended recipients. Of course, we're talking about the disaster that took place in East Palestine February 3rd when a train derailed, leaving tons and tons of toxic soil behind. So hopefully mm -hmm. this complete and utter D-bag yeah, gets what's coming to him because, again, there is a special place in hell for people who see devastation, destruction, and try to find a way to grift a couple of bucks from people. Yeah, and in Peppel's case, it was Peppel. over $100,000. He skimmed it through a website and said the money was going to a food bank in Mahoning County in Schmuck. Columbiana County in that area. And instead, he gave them like $10,000 and then kept 130 This guy also Ooh, quit his job in the state legislature. He was working for a, a Republican state senator. Wow. He literally quit the job on February 3rd, the day of the train derailment. I see dollar signs. Yeah, you see devastation. Like I see I'm going to turn signs. in my resignation and I'm going to go start me a charity. False <laughs> charity. All right. Well, speaking of updates, Anheuser-Busch, the CEO, has apologized, interestingly enough, for having Dylan Mulvaney become one of their spokespeople. Hmm. Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender woman. Apparently, there must have been some impact on their bottom line. Again, don't give a flying fucking shit. It's Bud Light. It's bad. I don't care who's hawking <laughs> the goddamn thing. You know I'm drinking it. Wow. Anheuser-Busch, a.k.a. InBev, they say, according to CEO Brendan Whitworth, we never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. Mm. Our responsibility is to America. Mm. Let's play a sound here. I want to play this sound from a Missouri lawmaker. Uh, these are the people that are upset that Dylan Mulvaney was allowed to be a Bud Light spokesperson. Oh, oh my God. Oh, what the impact on children. The irony is, of course, you got to be 21 or older to fucking drink the mm -hmm. stuff. That's right. So I don't know if kids are supposed to be impacted by your marketing Bud Light. Ooh, unless we just shed light on the fact that you've been marketing to teens this entire time. Oh. Whoa, busted. Let's play this clip. It's from a Missouri lawmaker. He's a state senator. His name is Mike Moon. 
He defended child marriage. This is happening right now. This is 2023. The guy has a mustache uh, that is, again, going to make John Bolton jealous. It reminds me of Naked Gun when the woman uh, was describing what the man looked like, the perpetrator. And she said, well, it was a white dude about six. He had a mustache about six foot three. And then uh, Frank Drebin said, a six foot three mustache. Now that <laughs> is one hell of a large <laughs> mustache. That's what Mike Moon has. Again, let's play this clip. This entire conversation is relevant because they're discussing gender-affirming care for transgender youth. Again, a .0000 whatever of the LGBT community, which is, again, mm -hmm. about 10% right. of the national community. So mm -hmm. talk about making a mountain out of a molehill and uh, targeting a small group of people for large political gain. Let's play this clip and let's hear what uh, happens when Representative Peter Meredith confronts Moon over his comments about parents' rights. I've heard you talk about parents' rights to raise their kids how they want. In fact, I just double-checked. You voted no on making it illegal for kids to be married to adults <sighs> at the age of 12, 12. Whoa, 12 if their parents consented to it. You this... said, actually, that should be the law because it's the parents' <sighs> right and the kids' right to decide oh, what's best boy. for them to be raped by an adult. Okay? This answer. With marriage. At age 12? That any, was the law. You, know you voted kids? not to change it. Do you know any kids who have been married at age 12? I, I, I don't need to. I do. Uh, and guess what? They're still married. Gentlemen. And guess, uh, and guess what? They're still married. They're still married. They're still married. So you heard it right, folks. According to Representative Moon, you want to get the kids young. Jesus. That's even before they are the old disgusting uh, sentence. If there's grass on the field, play Oof. ball. This is a 12-year-old. So they're like, if there's a couple of weeds growing in oh of kind of a God. sandy desert there, play ball. It is so disgusting. And again, the hypocrisy in all of this. <laughs> It's the same people like him or like, uh, I can't believe Bud Light, a substance that's supposed to be drunken by people 21 years or older and specifically people who are in college and broke, uh, too broke to have Heineken. I can't believe that they're marketing to children using a transgender woman. Meanwhile, <laughs> this dude is pro 12 year olds getting knocked up and married in the state of Missouri. I, what in the hell is wrong? 2023. Yeah. How are we going so far backwards? I don't know. Uh, you, they asked the guy, what do you think about this? And his response was, they're still married. They're still married, the so it all works. Yeah, it's beautiful, Ben. It, they it found it all really works. beautiful. Do you know 12-year-olds who've been married? Because I do. Yeah, you'd be like, I do. This is my wife, Samantha. We've been married for 20 years. She's 32. Oh, fun. You missed the yeah. fucking point, you moron. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And this goodness. just highlights, again, what happens in state legislatures across this country. This is why everyone should 100% run for local office and then see what kind of Yahoo is your state representative. Because these are the people that go to your capital city in multiple states, and this is what they talk about. This is what they talk about, and absolutely true. The fact that Moon is a, isn't going to, who knows? I'm sure he's in a gerrymandered district. Yeah, Missouri. I'm not sure if he has any competition at all. But even if there's a Republican out there, you want to primary him and be like, hey, kid, uh, Moon loves kid fucking here. He wants, yeah. to marry, he wants to marry off all your 12-year-olds. Maybe just a campaign ad about that. Yeah, Luda, that's your campaign ad. You're absolutely right. Not to mention his name's Moon. I mean, I know Missouri's the show me state, but buddy, keep your moon to yourself. Not it, as fun as it used to be, by the way. 
kids back when I was a child, we could moon people in our car. Now it's a felony. Oh, huge, huge Come deal. On. Or in Senator Mike Moon's case, will try to <laughs> marry, marry off. you off. I love it. How, how do they flip that, though? Because he uses the argument for marrying 12-year-olds as the argument anti Gender affirming care. But How? that's the How? hypocritical paradox that anyone who is a social justice warrior in any sense of the word, because you know he's like, I'm in the front line, I'm the tip of the spear of the t- social justice war. Mm-hmm. In this case, of course, anti Bud Light endorser, pro 12 year olds getting married. Mm. And that is why we have a bit of a conundrum when it comes to the politics in this country. Almost like they want us to be fighting over the what seems to be things that we solve, but let's rehash them mm. and let's start talking row again and let's start talking child labor again and let's just start talking. Well, if they can work and they were forced to be here, why can't we fuck them? I know kids have been working since 12. They're very happy and they're still working <laughs> and they're still working to this day. <laughs> Never got an education. But. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of batshit, let's talk about some people who are running for office. The illusion of choice in this Democratic Republic seems to be shining through more this election cycle than anyone I can think of in the recent past. Mm. The people that have announced again, we'll get into Robert F. Kennedy. We'll get into uh, we'll always mention Marianne. Robert <laughs> F. Kennedy picked up a pretty big Robert F. Kennedy Jr., of course, picked up a pretty big endorsement, which as a man from Wisconsin, we'll talk about. But let's start with Kanye West. So Kanye West was actually one of the first people to announce. Yes. Uh, he was gung-ho. <laughs> That's, right. President. That's right. He I wanted keep, to run for president. I keep forgetting that we have a rapper in the race. Here it's we go. still happening. Great. Uh, his uh, top advisor is white nationalist Nick Fuentes. Okay. They both, of course, dined with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Kanye West said, I want to run for president. And then Donald Trump kind of like laughed at him. And he said, well, I think I've got the batshit vote lined up. Good luck carving out. <laughs> A couple of percentage points for my base. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, since the Mar-a-Lago summit, evidently it's been hard for Kanye. And he has gone into not hiding, but he says he just wants to be left alone for right now. Interesting strategy. Dare I say, (laughs) almost Ross Perot-esque from 1992. I was like, to be left alone. Leave him alone for a little while. (laughs) And now I'm back. Hold on. Can I finish? Can I finish? This obviously (laughs) on the heels of a lot of controversial thoughts that West was pontificating about during his, I would say, four-month mental (laughs) breakdown in public. Uh, Of course, he does have the Donda Academy. Academy. He lost millions and millions and millions of dollars in uh, endorsement deals because of what he was saying specifically about Jewish people and then basically everything under the sun. Again, he was so nuts that even Milo Yanniapolis said that he could not be an advocate for Kanye. So Yikes. right now, if you're Donnie or if you're DeSantis, you say, whew. I think Kanye might be out of the race. <laughs> yeah, I for guess now. So. For now. Especially sure. with those Donda Academy lawsuits, with everything yes. coming out about the, the mental institution, basically, situation that was going on there. Yeah, Something we, we real can, bad is happening there. We yeah. covered it on the Fraudsters Livewire uh, this, this week. This is the place that they have in, is it Wyoming? I believe it's right here in California. This is in California, because yes. I know he also has some weird culty church in Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of weird stuff. Wyoming is an interesting hodgepodge, because I think RuPaul lives there, yes. Lady Gaga. I think as a place there. Taxes, y'all. Taxes. Well, taxes. And yeah. being left the fuck alone, which right. I do understand. <laughs> yes. Uh, that idea becomes more and more precious as I get older. According to Adam Camacho, he told the Daily Beast that West hired him as a documentary producer in November of 2022. Uh-oh. And he said the informal campaign has become 
a communications nightmare. Uh Camacho (laughs) tried to contact West to ask if his contract for working with the rapper would be extended, but Camacho couldn't get a hold of him. Eventually, he did reach West, and then he claims that he was wired money to extend his agreement. So, yes, he wants to be alone, but he also is still paying people, some people, a Mm. couple people, to perhaps keep whatever this campaign is afloat. Also, interestingly enough, at Donda Academy, the only thing you can eat is sushi. Yes, yeah. that was there was no chairs apparently. Yeah, that's what we talked about. <laughs> Fraudsters it was it's literally only sushi lunches. That's it. And you you can sit. There's no chairs. You sit on the floor. So it's very Japanese. But then um, the doors lock from the outside, so you uh, you can't escape. <laughs> what? It's so bizarre. It's nothing but bizarre. But like a school shooter could just like open the door. Yeah, they come right in, and then no one can get out. According to Camacho, <laughs> he says, right now I'm living my life like I'm concentrating on the school, the Donda Academy, and my new wife and my kids, and that's it. Uh, according to the filmmaker, um, he just wants to be left alone. Hmm. So we'll see what happens when it comes to Kanye. Uh, I think the filmmaker wants to be left alone. I think Kanye <laughs> wants to be left alone. I think everyone is like, what has just happened? Yes. It almost seems like we're in a macro moment of Vegas on Sunday where you're just like, now Saturday <laughs> did seem fun, but what happened what exactly? Happened? Then you look at your social media, you're like, oh, now did I say that now? No, no, no. that was different me. Now well, that, that was Ben me. That was 2 p.m. at Mandalay Bay me. <laughs> yeah. It's that al- doesn't count. Okay. It's almost like just because Kanye West is a good performer or promoter doesn't make him a good businessman or a leader, sure. right? Yeah. I think oh, the yeah. one thing that he was good at was business, but obviously politicals, uh, uh, the Politico in me says that that was his downfall. Yeah. Is that he dabbled in the worlds of the dark arts of American politics. Ooh, oh, yeah. He lost <laughs> billions of fucking dollars. Absolutely. For yeah. nothing. For nothing. For nothing. If he kept his mouth shut, he'd so, still be wherever he was. hangover in a, I don't know, a hand grenade, I think, than the waking up and be like, no, what happened with all that? <laughs> um, so the group of people that West has brought in, again, it included Yeniopolis Fuentes and uh, anti-Muslim activist and, of course, failed Republican congressional candidate Laura Loomer as well. Oh, gee, uh, he had Loomer on the team? Y- yes. <laughs> oh, but now, buddy. But now this is what Loomer says. Loomer says, <laughs> I never worked for the yay campaign and I never attempted to work for the yay campaign as a free speech absolutist. I don't believe anyone should be banned and deplatformed for their speech. Ye approached me and asked me to work on his campaign, but she did say she politely declined because she's already endorsed Donald Trump, which brings up an interesting conversation that's going on with Ron DeSantis. Yes. And within Donald Trump world. And within Trump world. Obviously, we have all of that going on. He's back. Letitia James. That's for a civil case in the state of or in the city of New York or in Manhattan. Obviously, the state of New York. So that's the civil thing. And then obviously he's got the. The criminal case going on as well. But one thing that people in DeSantis's circle are saying is, when are you running, bro? Yeah, when you Con- announce. When do you announce? Yeah. There's a lot of people who are seeing this DeSantis train well, slow. I just eat a tapioca. Yeah. This is where Donald Trump does shine because I think he just put a picture on social media of DeSantis eating yogurt with his fingers. Oh, boy. He's like yogurt hands. And it's like, that's, that's his sweet spot. Yeah. And there's something about the it's almost a confirmation bias where you're like 
that guy looks like a DeSantis looks like he would eat yogurt with his hands. Yeah. And there's a picture of him doing it. You're like, oh, hey, no. Look at that. There's your campaign ad. No shit, huh? Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, he's getting into a fight with Disney, the same place he got married. Maybe it's your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Let's move on when it comes to Republicans. Governor Mike Pence, Ooh, former governor, former, former VP. president. Mm. So what's been happening now? You got to go kiss the ring. The ring on this case is on the finger of Wayne LaPierre, Ooh. the NRA head. <laughs> Presidential candidates, including Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson and Vivek Rama Swami. Um, uh, man, I nailed that. Yeah, uh, he's he's an idiot. Though. He's so, the guy that's on Bill Maher all the time. Yeah, he's always on Bill, and he now it's time for a billionaire businessman to take over. That that's what the country needs. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so those are people. They were all there. They were at the NRA event, and they want to make this perhaps a launching point for a larger presidential oh. campaign. When it comes to Mike Pence, these are the same people that wanted to lynch him, not just a few, not not more than just a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And it seems as if they're still upset with Donnie's former VP. So let's play when Mike Pence is announced. He's announced by Wayne LaPierre. Also, side note, you want to watch some great comedy. Watch The Good Liars talking to Wayne LaPierre at the NRA. The NRA footage that they get is always so fantastic. The Good Liars doing fantastic work. Well, let's play the reception that Mike Pence got uh, along with a little bit of his speech. President of the United States, Mike Pence. (laughs) Do not use Bob Seger like this. Bob Seger does not like you, Mike Pence. Fire Lake. Now, I did hear some boos there. Oh, there's a lot of boos and there's more to come. That's why they got to drown it out with the Bob. They figure Bob will outweigh the boos. NRA. <laughs> it's definitely boos. <laughs> this is amazing. I love you too. Oh, uh, hell yeah. You just See, like mother. And welcome back to the Hoosier ah, State. I That's right. He's Wayne in Indiana. For his leadership. The introduction he knows I prefer is pretty short. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order, and it's my honor to welcome the NRA <laughs> ILA back to Indiana. Thank you all for coming. Woo! All right. There you go. The NRA That's gets a lot of energy uh, there. Mm, so it really is good to be back with Big all the patriots energy. of the NRA. Men and women who stand on the ramparts of oh. freedom. Okay. <laughs> Defending all the God-given liberties enshrined in the Constitution of the United States every day. Mainly the second one. The Trump-Pence administration championed freedom for four remarkable years. And every single day, we stood without apology for the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Mm. There he is. He's throwing a little meat out there. Man, look at that With your crowd. support, we achieved the lowest unemployment, the highest household income, the most pro-American trade deals, the most secure border, and we made the most powerful military in the history of the world, stronger than ever before. Okay. But maybe most important of all, we appointed conservatives mm. to every court in the land, including to the highest court. We gave America a new beginning for the right to life. All right, let's pause oh, it there. Boy. All right. Again, one of the people it. that was indeed appointed by the Trump administration was the uh, judge who has now banned 
Mifepristone. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the Supreme Court is going to be hearing this. However, the DOJ has asked the Supreme Court to put the abortion pill limits on hold for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, at stake is accelerating a court battle that began in Texas, obviously after the reversal of Roe v. Wade. It was a feeding frenzy for social conservatives as far as the right to choose. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's bragging about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the things that the audience does like about him are some of the worst things that he did. <laughs> yeah. And that yeah. is the NRA core audience in a nutshell. This isn't about guns. This is about sycophants and cultists. There's only, I believe, 3 million, 3.5 million people in the NRA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a hell of a lot more people than that in this country. Yeah. So it's a it's a fraction of even the Republican Party. It's just so funny to see him go in front of a crowd of NRA gun lovers. Like, we are the pro-life. We protect life. Yeah. Oh, damn it. You shot Bobby. Dylan Mulvaney is making our kids think that it makes you trans if you drink a Bud Light. What? Let's marry these motherfucking kids at 12. <laughs> All right. Come on, kids. You heard them. Get in here. So there you go. Again, on the culture war front, moving on to a current governor, the governor uh, in Texas, Governor Abbott. He seeks to swiftly pardon a man found guilty of murdering a BLM protester. Mm. Not sure if Abbott does have his eyes on something larger for 2024. He hasn't really said that he wants to. Again, he's got a pretty good sweet deal going on there in Texas. Mm -hmm. However, what he does do is pull on the same social conservative strings that someone like Mike Pence does. And as you just heard, even in his home state of Indiana, he gets roundly booed with slight applause when he says the most basic of pro-gun things. Right. So according to Governor Abbott, he's going to push for a pardon of this dude. Mm. Uh, His name is Daniel Perry. Uh, He's a U.S. Army sergeant. He was convicted of murdering a dude with the Black Lives Matter protest. That guy's name was Garrett Foster. The murder took place in 2020. Uh, Governor Abbott has said he's working as swiftly as Texas law allows to pardon Perry because, quote, Texas is one of the strongest stand your ground laws of self-defense that cannot be nullified by a jury or a progressive district attorney, because you know how progressive those DAs are uh, are out there in Texas. Mm. So apparently, when it comes to stand your ground, Garrett Foster didn't have the same right to stand his ground Mm. as the person that shot him in Daniel Perry. So the culture wars, things like this really strike a nerve with people because it makes them feel like their lives are less than, and it brings in emotions of the past that are still here in the present, but you can get away with murder. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of the Zimmerman case with uh, Trayvon Martin, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse. Now that, that case, I actually kind of separate a little bit because there's so much going on with that. And the other guy had a gun. There's like Kyle Rittenhouse is an example of being internet poisoned and then became a celebrity. And then the right was, I think made to look extremely foolish for supporting him in any way. For sure. But when it comes to this situation, it is like such a double fucking standard. It's mm. such a double standard that this man is going to get a pardon in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. a, a state that is known to execute mentally ill people, right. and certainly a state that has, what do you think, thou- tens of thousands of people wrongfully behind bars right now. Right. But this man, he was found guilty by a court, again, in Texas. In Texas. According to Abbott, he says the Texas Constitution limits the governor's pardon authority to only act on a recommendation by the Board of Pardons and Paroles. Texas law does not does not allow the governor to request a pardon. However, he has told the board that he would like 
to have this man pardoned. And as we know, shit rolls downhill. And I'm sure this pardon board will do exactly what Governor Abbott wants them to do. Ugh. So just a nasty slap in the face to, because yeah. all, all the protesters too, I mean, the amount of lawsuits that should have been filed against law enforcement that oh, just yeah. weren't or thrown away oh, or yeah. non-lethal weapons. You take a fucking beanbag to the dome, dude, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And of course we can't, uh, we'll be remiss if we don't mention the most obvious example of snuffing out the first amendment. When we watched Bill Barr uh, do away with a peaceful protest so that Donald Trump could go hold a Bible all wrong outside of, I believe, St. John's Cathedral. Yeah, so, yeah the yeah. church right there outside the White House. So, all right, let's move on just briefly. When it comes to people who are in the public sphere, Lauren Boebert, her son has been accused of special treatment after a car accident. Is this just another reminder that the entire Boebert family is fucking crazy? (laughs) The answer is yes, it is. So what does this mean politically? Boebert does have a challenger. He's a Democratic challenger. Uh, He nearly defeated her in 2022. This guy, Adam Frisch, is a moderate Democrat who, again, nearly lost to her. It was a tie at 45 percent for a while. But as the votes continue to come in and they were continued to be counted in a very ironic fashion, right. Bober won mm-hmm. a few days after the vote. It count was all the votes. Count all the votes. Oh, okay. In this case, that's exactly what she wanted. However, according to Progress Now Colorado, it is a progressive organization within the state. It shows that Bobert has a net negative favorability rating in her district with 42% saying they like her and 50% saying she doesn't. Frisch, on the other hand, has 34% approval rating with 29 people saying they don't like 29% saying they don't like him. So his mm. if we're going to go by what we believe politics to be, which is hate is more powerful than yeah. love in polling, less people hate this guy. You're right. Okay. <laughs> so perhaps more people will then vote for him. So we'll see what happens with Lauren Boebert as, again, another scandal involving her family because her husband's like a pedophile and then her son Got into an accident with another boy. And of course, there was uh, zero ramifications yeah, that right. you and I would all be feeling right now. If Basically, we did the same thing. in the accident, he it was him and a friend and uh, Lauren Bobert's son was apparently high on Xanax, crashed, crashed their SUV. And the friend who was with him, his uh, hand was so damaged that he could no longer work as a welder. Because apparently his he almost lost his thumb in the accident. That man's name is Noble Diamato. Noble Diamato. And then after the fact, uh, instead of it being charged with an accident, he got charged with uh, like not having a headlight or something. Lauren Bobert's son. Yeah. Oh. According mm. to Diamato, he says, I still have problems with my hand, which is a devastating thing for a young man. <laughs> my thumb almost got cut off. Oof. It prevented me from getting a welding job because I can't hold a TIG torch anymore. Now he's a personal care provider hmm. so there you go so lauren bobert and her family what a shit show yeah that entire weird clan is they already ruined their own family now they gotta go ruin other people's lives it's just yeah. I, it's so nuts yeah it's so nuts all right well speaking of nuts let's go to the democrats Aaron Rodgers. Let's, oh, go no. Let's go back to 2011. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, let me when? just let me just walk back that line, that trajectory of thinking. Uh-huh. Time to talk about the Democrats. Pause. 
Aaron Rodgers. 2011, the Packers won a goddamn Super Bowl. Fucking didn't they? Uh-huh. How many of the Browns won? I don't know. None. And okay. Fernando, who's your favorite football team? Well, they didn't win. The, the Cowboys, and I don't think they've won. They've won since they won in the 90s. They used to be the Packers all the time. <laughs> anyway, Aaron Rodgers obviously made some news when he said he was immunized. He didn't want to get the COVID vaccine. There was a forced thing. Long story short, all of that sort of gone away with the wash. However, RFK Jr., he has his first major endorsement for president, and that is the aforementioned Aaron Rodgers, Whoa, who I would like to say publicly, moly. he's a jet. Okay, he's oh, a New York no jet. longer a Packer. No, we're in the lo- we're in the era of love now as okay. a Green Bay Packer fan. <laughs> uh, but love. thank you for your time, Mister Rogers. Now it's time for you to go publicly campaign for Robert. <laughs> F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> I never thought I'd see football and politics collide in this podcast in such an incredible way. Such a way. So in the athletic world, again, Rogers made some headlines. He and Kyrie, and they were standing up for their individual uh, liberties and rights in, the, in their mind. And when it comes to RFK, he's another level. It wasn't that he was against the mandates. RFK, again, he just hates vaccines. He doesn't like any vaccines. Like <laughs> right. none, which no, again, he... is why we have polio and like spina bifidus is coming back. And like, <laughs> what, what's coming going on? back, baby. <sighs> RFK Jr. also wrote the book, The Real Anthony Fauci, which is very, oh. very popular. Not just anti-vaxxers mm. on either side, but obviously... A lot of the Trumpers, yes. MAGA crowd, are really all about it. It also led to uh, Tucker Carlson's documentary on Fox Nation, The End of Man, mm. where they talk about how balls and semen aren't going to be as potent as they used to be. But now what's so interesting about this, and I'm actually going to say this from a bright spot. I was talking with Marcus before we recorded the last podcast. If you, This is all happening within the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And so this is democracy. As of now, yes. yes. You know, this is because that could go either way. <laughs> You told me there's gonna be an anti-vax candidate. That's that's a 50-50 shot. In the Democrats, right? In the Democrats. <laughs> yeah, because I'm yeah. more re- like because there's but, something about Sonoma anti-vax liberal women and a Texas redneck rancher man. Yeah, yeah it's a weird Venn diagram. Very Jill Stein supporters and Donald Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah, the anti-vax <laughs> movement is a it's a petri dish. It's yeah. a fascinating political petri dish. But it's also Gotta say, same with Ron DeSantis's campaign. Joe Biden hasn't technically, officially announced that he's running for re-election. He, still. He, they have said that oh, they're preparing, they've been preparing they've been, and preparing well, for months and months. Same as DeSantis. Like, are you gonna? But do DeSantis it? isn't there yet. Neither Joe Biden. He's already the president. Yeah, he is president. He, he hasn't announced for 2024 officially. It, and this has a lot of people being like, okay, so like what? When the are you lease do isn't it? up yet, though. Don't ask him to sign it. Yeah. The lease isn't up yet. You but know? That is, but <laughs> the landlord <laughs> is giving him a notice. <laughs> yes. By the way, you have to pay for your own food in the White House. What? Um, That is a good point, though. You're right. If he does want to be proactively campaigning, he does have to start at some point. Do we want him to have to do both? You have it to. seems like it's been really hard to be president. It's part of the <laughs> so jab. He has to campaign on top. He's t- but you know that wasn't always the case back in the day when you were when you were considered grandfathered in if you were the sitting president, right? Sure. They're like, oh, he's going to run again. With his age, obviously, mm-hmm. things come into question, right? But I think he could wait. I think he could Just easily wait until Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, I the agree. primaries. You get at least the primary Thanksgiving. Wait until Thanksgiving. Who, buddy? It's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And Mary Williamson, Williamson, I think. Who? Joe Biden better look out. And then you got Maybe. DeSantis on a tapioca. Yoga fine. He's, got Again, yogurt Mary, he's on the same diet as Marianne Williamson. I mean, you should see DeSantis's badge. <laughs> oh, Fucking yeah. clean. Huge. <laughs> wow. Go right. You can see his goddamn eyeballs through his asshole. Will it help Feinstein with her shingles? 
No one's going to help that old woman. <laughs> Everyone retire. Yes, please. God dang. So perhaps, however, I would say, mm. if there is a prompt, if there is something like the mention has been thrown out there, Michelle Obama, Gavin Newsom ticket. Oh, my Whoa. God. There's an Obama Newsom ticket. That's a hot ticket, Something though. That would be a hot That's ticket, and I think it would actually win. And Roger Stone has pontificated that it's going to happen, too, that Joe can't handle it, and they're going to swoop in Michelle Obama, 2024. And Obama. if you look at <laughs> so if you look at the Obama political machine, that they're like, here you oh, go, Joe. Mm-hmm. We gave this to you, Joe. Yeah, 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 so yeah, if yeah. Joe was like, yeah. nah, I'm going to give it alone, I Engineer. think. He would get crushed by i believe he would actually lose to them in a primary when the in the first primary but of course they would have it would they wouldn't be together yet unless they pull like a ted cruz and whatever that one chick uh, uh florina uh, carly fiorina yeah, fiorina. yeah that was a strange uh, that was kind of strange but that's also the thing too is south carolina keep in mind the democrats have bumped that up to be their first primary so it's mm. not iowa or new hampshire anymore and who won the South Carolina primary in 2020 that gave him the pep in his step? That was Joe Biden, the comeback kid, they called him. And that's when he started to basically dominate the Democratic nomination process. In also, man, I was watching some footage from 06 on Meet the Press with Biden. Different dude. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, Joe Biden, he was just in Ireland. Uh, he called Ethel, Ethel Kennedy. That's uh, That's that guy's mom, you know? And he called her on her 95th birthday. Aww. But isn't it weird that she's only like eight years older than him? <laughs> that is. Wow. So Robert F. Kennedy's <laughs> widow is still alive. I want to meet. I want to meet Ethel. Ethel? I want to call her. I, I want to say, know. what do you think happened to Bobby? What happened to really Bobby? <laughs> what happened what to happened Bobby? What happened to the Ambassador Hotel? That poor woman. I know. Oh, she's just freaking Yeah, she's fine. fine. She's in the Kennedy family. All the kids she didn't like, she has assassinated. <laughs> That's how it works. But then there's Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Mm. Mother, why don't you love me? God dang. I can't believe he wasn't the one that was put in the basement. <laughs> All right. And just lastly, sticking with people in political office, let's talk about this conservator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got her good. Got her. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. So anyway, they're they're doing a thing where she wants to hire some people for the state board or the state commission. And one of the things on the application is, quote, this is a little flashcard. It's 500 words or less that you're supposed to fill out if you want this position. If you want. They say... What is an accomplishment of the governors that you admire the oh, most? So you've got to kiss crazy. this weird wench's ring yeah. in order to get a job. And it is so, it's just so disgusting. As of course, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, someone who is just so beyond the pale. The most recent thing that she signed actually was if you're a child, now you must have parental permission to sign up for any kind of social media whatsoever. Uh, which I think, again, is government overreach. And why are you mandating parents to now have to sign their children up for social media? Just leave people alone. This is not something that I think needs to be done. I think if a parent wants to limit their kid's social media, they can do that by not buying them a fucking phone. Hmm. That's already in the terms of service, though. In Instagram and Facebook, you're not supposed to have one unless you're over. And if you're under the age of 18, over the age of 14, then you should only access it with parental permission. Uh, yeah. So her law is superfluous. Wow, she did it again. Amazing. So this is what Sanders said. Well, on social media, it can be a great tool and a wonderful resource. It can be a massive negative impact on our kids. Oh. Unlike me. <laughs> yeah, Sarah like Sanders. You, lady. So that's what she's focused on in Arkansas, becoming a nanny state in the worst sense. And in order to work with her again, 
you have to tell her something nice about herself. And just remember, four weeks ago, she's letting kids, underage kids work. Yeah, so right. That, you know, so Arkansas, one in many states, as we're I seeing. I think that maybe they just don't want kids with social media, so they can't be like, <coughs> I have hell I have a coal miner's lung. Help. I'm 13. I'm, and yeah. uh, this other guy's trying to marry me off. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, you know what bothers me the most about the story is I looked at screenshots on the internet of the, the application. For her question, like, why are you proud of Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Uh, yeah. It's 500 words. But the next question is, what book have you read that would be best to define your life and why? How many words? 250. <laughs> so, uh, so seriously, I can really just gush for a while yeah. here about, oh, the thing I love about Sarah Huckabee <laughs> I love that she made it legal for my 14-year-old to go work in the meat factory. <laughs> and I like that That's she made nice. it harder for him to read books. Oh, there you go. <laughs> All right. So that's a little roundup of what politicians are up to around the country. Um, well, I suppose also Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor, he did get he went viral for for filling a pothole, which I'm like, okay, I great. love to fill holes. I love to fill yeah. holes. Yeah. Well, it, it Are you a maid working in my governor mansion? I love to fill your hole. <laughs> yeah, he said it was screwing up cars and bicycles for weeks. I'm sure it was. Uh, but it just turns out that it was a, an active manhole that was that was needed for the city to do some work. Oh, so it's but I will say, a lot. Th- but also the, the city should get on it then. <laughs> yeah, but get no, but it. no, they weren't getting on it because you need that hole. The service trench. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah. just ruined a bunch of construction workers. Well, I mean, they had to go dig it out. They got to go undo what he did. <laughs> well, he tried. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a small little cut there to allow maintenance. But it's been raining, so I guess it has been difficult to probably do the maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the road to hell. Sure. I give him a little, I give him a mulligan. I'm going to give Schwarzenegger a mulligan. Yeah. Because he, he tried. He did try. But then he did it all wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Like, why are they not filling this hole? <laughs> he's he's seeing the democratic landscape, and he's like, I got to start getting in there. I you know, honestly, I, mean, I would I would lift the constitutional ban on him not being able to run. I'd fucking take him over. I mean, I mean, whatever. If he becomes president, then he I will be. run. I, I, but I'm saying, if they somehow lift, if they it, lift that, I'm running. I'm could he so do it? Can it? Could he go for Diane Feinstein's seat? He could, but you know, after you a governator. You don't want to go become a senator. Oh, I like governors go become senators. I think it's a downgrade. Oh. You think it's a downgrade? I'll go Rick Scott or something like that. But yeah, I guess no, there's, not, not there's the life. Arnie, Arnie, Arnie the- wouldn't do it. I will never do it. Oh, <laughs> no. look at that hole. What is that hole? It's Diane Feinstein's hole. It's covered in shingles. <laughs> it's just so with Diane Feinstein, uh, again, she's she has the she has deteriorated yeah. mentally. Yeah. Uh, it happens when you're 89 years old. And I don't like everyone wants her, her whole staff. They threw a retirement party for her, but like oh, man, she didn't announce cool. she wanted to retire. Like yeah. she's not reading the tea leaves when so, where when, everyone is like, you, you're <laughs> Diane. It's like an office space. If they just threw Milton, the going away party, like, yes. but I'm not, but I'm not no. going anywhere. I'm staying right here. Oh, I love Milton. <laughs> I love Milton. But like, what a, what a uh, symbolic that, gesture by the staff. Newsom. When your staff is like, bye. You gotta go. Newsom has promised to, uh, if uh, he would have to appoint someone to that seat, obviously, if Diane does have to leave early and he said it would be a black woman. That was the Newsome promise. Oh, so Kamala Harris goes back to the Senate and that opens up the VP slot for Gavin Newsom. 
That's actually a fast oh, wow. movie. And That's then they swap out, and then it's United Biden Newsom ticket until they switch out for Michelle Obama. No, that's a season take, three, right? I'd there. take uh, Michelle that's season four that's and five. <laughs> I have to choose between all these fuck. I'll just go with Michelle Obama. <laughs> she's fine. I do love Michelle. She's fine. She's, I mean, she's fine. She's a person. She's fashion. She loves children. I sure. love it. She, she seems fine. She, she she's she knows she can be bloody. Yeah. yeah, she could like oh, fight yeah. a war. If there's oh, another yeah. war, like the, oh, war. you know, they're strong. Coming. She yeah. raised two daughters. She can do it. Oh, oh yeah, she's yeah. covered Abs. covered in blood. You're mm-hmm. up to the elbows there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Just lastly, in a story that I'm always going to be upset about, and I don't care. It's a thing called Digi Dog. New York Ooh. City is falling the fuck apart. They just they just hired a rat czar. There's so many rats. They hired a rat czar. Is um, the rat czar also a rat? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I imagine he's got um, like a cool, cool it should hat. Be a, it should be a cat. I actually love Curtis <laughs> Lee's idea. I think one approach could uh, be more cats. Uh, Mr. Uh, rat czar, um, what do you have to say about it? <laughs> I don't know what the cat czar does. I was just speaking again to Marcus <laughs> earlier, and apparently somebody, there was a video of someone falling into a manhole in Manhattan. And yeah, the hole just opened up and it was rats. Just rats covered. So there's a problem. I think we all know. Uh-huh. I don't know if rat czar is going to get it done. I think they need someone who knows how to play a flute really well. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you do it. God, the, but, the five old gone west movies all lie to me. They said there are no cats in America. Well, there needs to be a few more in the subways, I think. But also, <laughs> what are you? You're just going to gas all of them. And then what's that going to do? I don't even know. Just be a bunch of dead rats. Everywhere. Dead rats floating around the city. I am. I, if you live in New York, I love it. I love you and enjoy the process. But man, I'm happy I don't have to deal with that right now. Mm. So let's talk about something I'm horrified about. These robot police dogs. This, it's not a joke. And people, I feel like this is where I'm crazy. Okay. This is where I become Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not joking. Oh, no, yeah? It's oh, not. It's well, not. Oh, oh, ben Kissel's about to endorse Robert F. Kennedy Jr. No, Here he comes. Are, the robots are vaccinated. <laughs> That's right. They're By right. being a robot. Yeah, they're pre-vaccinated. New York City has brought back their dystopian robot police dogs. It's called Digi Dog. There's like a bunch of them. They're going to be armed. They're going to be going through Times Square. Uh, according to Eric Adams, a man who blames crime on the city on people losing their faith. Okay. Uh, he says, Digi Dog <laughs> is out of the pound. Digi Dog is now part of the toolkit that we are using. Uh, anyone who didn't think they were voting for an absolute fucking corrupt cop when they voted for Eric Adams, I think they're quickly realizing that. Um, this has been a huge deal also with Boston Dynamics. Mm. Uh, Boston Dynamics has received millions and millions from the city. And uh, naturally, we have massive problems with public housing, rent, every subway, basically anything that can go wrong. Again, it's bad enough for a rat czar to have to have a position. Uh, this is what Adam said. He says that I believe that this technology is here. We can't be afraid of it. A few loud people were opposed to it. And we took a step back. That is not how I operate. I operate on looking for what's best for the city. Mm-hmm. Rolling out digi dogs and RoboCops only opens New Yorkers up to more pervasive police uh, spine. That's according to the New York Civil Liberties Union. Mm. So I agree with the NYCLU that this is not the right approach. If you thought it was inhumane when people were stopping you on the street, yeah, get ready, my friend. A city that is mostly focused on cracking down on illegal marijuana dispensaries. Mm. Just can't wait for the cops um, to have backup with a police dog. Yeah. 
as they go in and get all of these uh, these bodega owners trying to make a living. Oh my god! So they're gonna send the robot dogs and the bodegas. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want. That's where the rats are at work. That's where the cats do their best work is in the bodegas. According to uh, uh, Albert Foxconn. Executive Director of Surveillance Technology Oversight Project, a.k.a. STOP. He says uh, the NYPD is turning bad science fiction into terrible policing. Mm. New York deserves real safety, not a knockoff RoboCop. Wasting public dollars to invade New Yorkers' privacy is a dangerous police stunt. According to the New York Times, two of these robot dogs, they also call them robo-puppies. They're not either. I'm going to. That, yeah. That's cute. They were trying to give it a cuter They're trying name. to be cute. Mm-hmm. It's another. They kind of. They got four legs, but so does a. We'll call him. Uh, we'll call him. Uh, what's got four legs that I don't like? Uh, hey, Travis Irvine. Uh, uh, hey, wait fours. a minute. Why yeah, Travis Irvine. Travis Irvine with his butt up in the animal. air. Hello. <laughs> Two of these goddamn things cost seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. And uh, don't worry though, the NYPD is paying with them with asset forfeiture funds. Oh, brilliant. So the money they stole from residents of New yeah. York are wow. paying for the robot dogs that will imprison you. So for example, a Bronx family facing eviction. 2016, NYPD officers trashed their apartment and seized $2,000 from them. Okay. Oh, wow. So that money is now in the coffers to go and buy robot policing dogs. Damn. Isn't that shitty, dude? This is, that's terrible. It's so shitty. What the hell happened in New York City? I don't know. People got, I think people lost the plot. Yeah. And they were just like, it'll be fine. And it's always going to be good. And it's like, no, it's about people, especially in a city like that, where we're all on top of each other. And now you got Eric Adams again. Whatever. As soon as he brings his little religious philosophies into his horrible ideas of policing, I think I've had enough. Yeah. Well, and of course, I would be remiss if I did not know this is another Great reason to come join Ben and I and watch Hail Yourself America, which is all about Ben actually running against Eric Adams back in 2017 Uh uh for an obscure office called Brooklyn Borough President. Uh, We will be in Oxnard, California, Oxnard Levity Live on Sunday, April 16th at 7 p.m. And then we'll also be at the Brea Improv in California on Sunday, May 7th. Yes, these are all California shows. But again, this is... Yet another reason. I mean, it's so bizarre. It's crazy. Ben ran against Eric Adams in 2017. We lost by a measly 98 percent. 98 point something percent. Yeah, we're still asking for a recount. Just (laughs) yeah, I don't like a recount. But it just goes to show that even in simple races like that, some of the people go on to have such immense power and get it so historically wrong to such a great city. Yeah, I think he might be a one termer, which is rare, but we'll see. Um, all right, everyone. Anything else, boys? Yeah. All right. Well, I just want to say I know a lot of 12-year-olds who listen to the show, and they're still married. That's really powerful. Mm-hmm. 12 years old. You're supposed to be giving pipe cleaners as like a <laughs> mock ring to a friend. To yeah, right. Go through the steps of pretending to be married just one day. drinking their Bud Light, just uh, enjoying life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man. It's good. It's good. It's easy out here being There's a 12-year-old a, working I gotta, in the I'm coal mine. dude back at the meat factory here. I got to work you down in Arkansas. The governor, Huckabee Sanders, she said I got to get this job. If you're fucking 9 to 5 years old and you have a 9 to 5, you should be allowed to have Bud Light. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. 